Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Word of God that calls for our attention this morning comes to us from the psalm, particularly verse 1. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. So far our text. As I sit here and try to briefly in the next few minutes explain all the mysteries of the Trinity on this Trinity Sunday. Okay, that's not going to happen. I could sit here for the next hundred years and still not scratch the surface. But I want to use the words of the last verse of the hymn we'll sing in a few moments. Thy strong word. The doxological verse that Martin Franzman puts on the end of it. God the Father, light creator, to thee laud and honor be. To thee light of light begotten, praise be sung eternally. Holy Spirit, light revealer, glory, glory be to thee. In these two simple words, we have a great picture of the Trinity. Especially as Franzman takes not only the word as he does for the previous verses of the hymn, but then wraps it all up in the light and the revelation of that word through the light that has come into the world. We start off with the Father, the light creator. As we sang to begin our worship this morning, immortal, invisible, God only wise, in light, inaccessible, hid from our eyes. That is the great mystery of Christianity, is that God hides. But God hides in light. Because God hides from our sins. He hides His face from us, as we see in many of the Psalms, where David and the others beg for God to not hide His face, to show His love. And He does in the light that He gives, the light that He created. The very first command, the first spoken word in all of recorded history, God said, let there be light. And that word cleaved the darkness, and there was light. And that light gives us everything we need to see and to be able to do the things that make life worth living. But it's also a reminder of the great gift and mystery that there is in the light creator, or as the hymn also puts it, the Father of light. Thine angels adore thee, all veiling their sight. Even the holy angels, as we see in Isaiah, have to veil their face in front of the holy God. Even though they themselves are holy, they are still creatures like you and me, showing reverence to the God who created them. And although God hides in the light, He gives us glimpses of Himself in that light. Because He rejoices in His inhabited world, as Solomon says in Proverbs, delighting in the children of man. God created everything we see for us to enjoy, for us to take part of. And as He told Adam and Eve in the very beginning, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion. 
And when he brought Israel out of Egypt, he promised them a land flowing with milk and honey. A land where they would rest from the troubles and struggles of their slavery. And as we'll sing in our closing hymn, that land with trees of life forever growing with mercy crowned. The summer's VBS and Sunday school all center around the theme of the tree of life. Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden after they sinned, so they would not eat from the tree of life and live forever in their sins with no hope of salvation. When John sees the heavenly Jerusalem descending, the tree of life is standing in the middle, bearing its fruit every month, its leaves being for the healing of the nations. And all of this happens because Jesus makes His cross a tree of life for all those who believe. And it takes that belief in order for it to happen, because people look at the cross out in the world, and they look at it like they do the electric chair or the needle for the lethal injection. It's something only reserved for the worst of the worst. And Jesus became the worst of the worst, bearing himself on the cross. But most of our crosses in our churches don't show the gory side. They don't show the ruggedness except for during Lent. We have, like in our processional cross, it glorified the light seeming to shine forth from it. Because on that cross, the light of light, begotten of the Father before all worlds, hung there. From there we see mercy shining forth. From there we see God truly hiding Himself in light in the midst of darkness. John says it very clearly. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made. Very simple statement. You wouldn't think that anything else would be needed to be said. But there was this guy around the beginning of the 4th century named Arius. He took that quote from John and our reading from Proverbs this morning and said, well, okay, if Jesus is the Word, and the word for word in Hebrew is also the same word as wisdom, and wisdom talks about being created, well, now, Jesus has to be created. And he led most of the world astray with this. That Jesus is God, but not quite the same God as the Father. He's kind of more like Hercules or Achilles or any of the other great mighty men from the myths. Because he's showing the limits of human reason. See, we think in time. We can't imagine living in a world where there is no time. Where people aren't looking at their watch going, okay, pastor's been going on and on for a while now. And he's probably not halfway through yet. And I'm not. But we can't imagine a world without time. We can't imagine existing where there's not deadlines. 
Which is why the Nicene Creed and answering Arius and all those like him said he was begotten of his Father before all worlds. Before everything was created. Before he even said, let there be light. Starting the first day, Jesus is begotten of the Father. Which is why when the Jews ask him, who are you? In our Gospel reading, he says, before Abraham was, I am. And we think, oh, that's kind of a simple statement. And then we go on to the next verse. And they, and they picked up stones to throw at him. Why? Because he just called himself God. He used the divine name of God to talk about his existence before Abraham. And a little while later, when Peter picks up his Pentecost sermon, as we get halfway through last week and finished it up this week, he tells them, Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs, as you yourselves know, because you have seen them or you have heard about them. This Jesus is the same Jesus that Nicodemus said, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do the things that you are doing unless God is with him. He is the light that John calls him at the beginning of his gospel, that came in the midst of our dark world, taking on our flesh, breathing our own breath. As Isaiah said so clearly, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. That light shone in the person of Jesus. Still shines in that person of Jesus, as Peter goes on to say, who was delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God. The cross that everyone else in the world derides and wants nothing to do with, that was set up before the beginning of the world to be the way of our salvation, to be the light shining in the darkness. And so on that Easter afternoon, as a couple of disciples were walking to Emmaus, Jesus comes up beside them. And they're trying to figure all this out because they have no clue what happened the last few days. And so we ask them the question, was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into His glory? Then He opened up the Old Testament to explain and show how this has been told from the very beginning. So we can sing, from the cross thy wisdom shining, breaketh forth in conquering might. Because this, that was an instrument of execution for the worst of the worst, has become our salvation. From there, our redemption flows. So Peter ends his sermon, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Who is this Jesus, the light of light begotten? He is our Savior. But we only know that because that light has been revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. And Peter says it very clearly. After Jesus rose from the dead and ascended into heaven, He poured out His Spirit upon us. What you are seeing and hearing with your own eyes and ears. 
the same Spirit that we proclaim in the Nicene Creed as the Lord and Giver of life. He is the one who gives us life. Not just the breath to breathe, but the faith that gives us new birth, new life. So we can sing as in our hymn of the day, Come, Holy Ghost, Creator, blessed, and make our hearts your place of rest. Because He has revealed that light to us. He has revealed that that is what Jesus came to do, was to give us His peace. And so we ask the question that makes up most of the psalm this morning. What is man that you are mindful of him? We talk about God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit being all of this and hidden and inaccessible. Why does he bother with us? Whether as humanity in general or you personally. Yes, he has made... Mankind a little lower than the heavenly beings. Crowned him with glory and honor. Given him dominion over the whole world. Put everything under his feet. But why? Because when God created the world, he created it for us. He created it with us in mind. Not just Adam and Eve, but with all of us. Individually. And we wonder why. How? Why? Okay, those questions I can't answer. But what we do have is in the revelation that the Holy Spirit gives us, we see the hand of God moving in the world and in our lives. So as we prayed right before going into the Ten Commandments this morning, we pray for the Holy Spirit to teach us to know the Father, Son, and you from both as three in one, that we may ever bless and in our lives the truth confess. Because when Jesus promised the Holy Spirit, He promised that He would come to bring to remembrance everything that He had said and done, but also to lead us into all truth, to be that light revealer that reveals not only the light of the Word of God, but the light of God Himself. Amen.